welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one virtuous page of Talmud each day. Today's page, Sukkah 15, kicks things off by discussing whether or not you're allowed to use roofing for your sukkah that has already been assembled. Have a listen. Granted, according to Beth Hillel, the reason for initially prohibiting this roof is due to the principle, prepare it, and not from that which has already been prepared. If one moves the boards, he performs an action. Likewise, if he removes one of the boards from among them, he also performs an action. Therefore, in both cases, he prepared the roofing and the sukkah is fit. As always with the Talmud, the teaching here isn't just a bit of technicality about how to build a sukkah. It's also precious life advice. To really get something done, well, you've got to do it. Today, I want to take a moment and acknowledge someone who really did it, who refused to rely on what had already been prepared and instead launched one of the most audacious and miraculous enterprises of Jewish education in centuries, one without which this podcast wouldn't exist. I'm talking about Rabbi Adin Evan Israel Steinsaltz, who passed away one year ago next week. He was born in Jerusalem in 1937, and even though he was the scion of a great rabbinic dynasty, his parents were both fervently secular. His father was a dedicated communist who fought with the international brigades in the Spanish Civil War, and he was a little bit dismayed when his teenage son announced he was getting interested in religion. And yet, Avram Steinsaltz had his values straight. The only thing he would never tolerate, he told his growingly observant boy, was ignorance. Young Adin took his father's advice to heart. He began studying everything. At 16, he became the youngest student ever to attend Hebrew University, studying math and physics. And at night, he devoured the holy books and pretty soon established himself as an ilui, a truly great student. In 1965, at 28 years old, around the same time other guys start fretting about mortgages or promotions, he took on what would be his life's mission, making the Talmud accessible Composing editions, first in Hebrew and then in English and other languages, that explained difficult passages, provided useful commentaries, and illuminated each page with essential context and clarification. It was Steinsaltz's work that made the Talmud accessible to me when I became interested in it years ago. And if you're following this podcast and reading along on Safaria or some other resource, online or off, chances are that you too are benefiting from Steinsaltz's work. Naturally, then, it's difficult, if not impossible, to pay proper tribute to such a giant and his astonishing achievement. But I couldn't let his yurtzeit, the anniversary of his passing, go unnoticed. So thinking about how to remember him, I went and looked at his matseva, his tombstone. Even though he himself was one of the giants of Jewish life and scholarship in many, many centuries, he wanted it stated simply that he was a student and a follower of the late Lubavitcher Rebbe, Menachem Mendel Schneerson, who encouraged Steinsaltz to undertake his magisterial project and open the door to Talmud studies to so many generations of Jews. So to pay tribute to Steinsaltz and to the Rebbe, I want to share with you a story I heard recently from Rabbi Ephraim Mintz. It's about an Australian rabbi who came to see the late Lubavitcher Rebbe and asked for his advice. What? The rabbi from Australia asked, what should I be doing to help my congregants? The Lubavitcher Rebbe didn't hesitate. As soon as you get back to Australia, he told his chassid, 
you have to teach a class on family purity law. Hmm. The Australian rabbi twitched in the seat a little bit. He knew his community well, he politely told the rabbi, and family purity law wasn't exactly the stuff that they were interested in learning more about. The rabbi listened, but was not moved. So the Australian rabbi returned home and prepared to teach the class just as the Rebbe had asked him to do. The night of the class finally arrived, and the Australian rabbi was crestfallen. Only one woman showed up to class. He taught it, nonetheless, and the next time he was in New York, he went over to see the Rebbe at his study in Brooklyn. Did you teach the class? The Rebbe asked. Yeah, the Australian rabbi said, I I did. And how many people, the Rebbe continued, how many people showed up? Embarrassed, the Australian rabbi looked away and, speaking very softly, admitted that only one woman did. The Rebbe beamed. And how many women, the Rebbe asked his chassid, how many women do you think it took to give birth to Moshe Rabbeinu, the great Moses? The story is a reminder of the same principle expressed in today's stuff, the same principle that guided Rav Steinsels throughout his life. When you take the time to do something that needs doing, rather than wait for someone else to do it or rely only on some prefab solution, you bring something new into the world. Something that may be imperfect, but that grows with time, impacting many, changing the lives of anyone and everyone touched by it. It may be a sukkah that lets in guests who rejoice in the holiday and the tradition or a class that deepens the faith and practice of just one woman who then goes on to start her own family that grows and thrives, or a massive enterprise of explaining the Talmud to the world. Whatever it is, when you do it with love and conviction and passion, rather than worrying about outcome or cost or impact, you literally change the world. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.